This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1240. Vizzini said to go back to the beginning. A simple guide to effective journaling by Neghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator today and every day of the year. I find the best blogs and get permission from the authors to narrate them for you. If you're new here, please subscribe. It's totally free. Most podcast apps are free. And subscribing simply sends you new episodes as they come out. Now let's get right to the post and start optimizing your life. Vizzini said, to go back to the beginning, a simple guide to effective journaling by Neghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com. I used to be the kind of person who checked email first thing in the morning. I'd wake up at 5 a.m., brew a French press, and sit down at the desk in my home office. The dogs would follow along and settle into my office sofa, promptly falling back asleep then to the soothing sound of their snores before taking any time to ground or center myself, the very first thing I'd do was check email. And then I'd check social media. After all of those reactive tasks, I'd start working, usually some form of writing, programs, emails, blog posts, etc. I was getting up so early and starting my workday before the sun was up, but I just couldn't understand how I wasn't feeling wildly productive. I couldn't understand why I felt perpetually anxious and overwhelmed and why I was so busy, but never actually felt as though I was accomplishing anything. How was it possible to start working as soon as I woke up and still feel like I couldn't get anything done? In The Princess Bride, Vizzini, the Sicilian criminal mastermind hired by Prince Humperdinck to kidnap and kill Buttercup, told his cohorts Fezzik and Inigo to go back to the beginning if they ever got into trouble. So I went back to the beginning because oftentimes the beginning lays the foundation for the rest of the adventure. Rather than check email first thing in the morning, or worse, lay in bed scrolling through my iPhone, I'd put my phone in airplane mode before bed and painstakingly resist the urge to open my laptop for the first 15 minutes of my day. Instead, I began sitting on my patio, in my robe, of course, with my coffee and a book. Coffee and a book gradually turned into coffee and a book and my journal. And that eventually became coffee, book, journal, and yoga. Only after I did those things would I open up my laptop and begin my workday. And even then, I wouldn't check email until about 11 a.m. Instead, I'd start with proactive tasks like coaching and writing using all of that creativity and clarity I just manifested to actually create. What I realized is that by using those waking moments to get clear, calm, and centered, I was more productive and ultimately more successful. Now I spend the first 10 to 60 minutes of my day on my flexible morning routine. The time I have to dedicate to my routine is wholly dependent on when I wake up and what unavoidable tasks I have, appointments, taking my son to school, etc. I don't stress out about it. Instead, I take the time I have and make the best of it. Some days I wake up at 0500, burn some Palo Santo, pull some tarot cards, read something with heart wisdom, write in my journal, and do five to 10 minutes of yoga. Other days, I only have a few minutes, so I briefly write in my journal, or I read a few passages from Marcus Aurelius's meditations. Other days still, when things are really crazy, I'll simply close my eyes and take 20 deep cleansing breaths. The intention isn't to have a perfectly crafted morning routine, is to spend my waking moments on activities to help me feel ready to take on the day ahead. Because having a centered beginning will improve my chances of having a centered middle and end. This simple intention to spend the first few minutes of each day in solitude 
is one of the most powerful things I do with my clients. So many of us wake up already anxious and frazzled and fail to take the time to get centered. I get it, we've all got loads to do. But when I started encouraging my clients to pause and reflect before hitting go on their day, they report a drastic increase in productivity coupled with a noticeable decrease in anxiety. When we go back to the beginning, we have the opportunity to set ourselves up for success. This is more than just reading or journaling, my friends. This is self-care at the most basic level. How we spend our mornings can have a massive impact on the outcome of the rest of our day. And because I want you to have the best days, I'm gonna share with you one way to have a better morning. Rather than getting up and immediately hitting go, hit pause and open up your journal. There's a picture in this post with my personal journaling format. It may or may not work for you, but it's a framework that both I and my clients have found great success with. This format helps me feel more mindful of my mental and emotional states so that I can have a better understanding of how to go about my day. And it only takes five minutes. It covers emotional check-in, physical check-in, actions, intentions to manifest, intentions to release, and gratitude. Emotional check-in. First, I do a quick emotional check-in. This might be a few descriptors of feelings like anxious, heart-heavy, calm, curious, etc., or it might be a few sentences. The intention is to go inward and dump whatever emotions I'm having onto paper. Physical check-in. Second is the physical check-in. Am I feeling sore, aches and pains? How's my digestion? Am I ovulating? The intention is to check in with the physical body so I can address this later with movement or rest. Actions. Then based on those check-ins, I jot down one or two actions I can take to improve those feelings and states if necessary. I only wanna give myself a few action steps because the point is to make this doable, not overwhelming. So if I noted that I'm feeling distracted, my action step will be to take three minutes to meditate. If I'm feeling sore, my action step might be to do some restorative yoga or to foam roll for a few minutes. Intentions. Third, I set some intentions for my day, both things I wanna manifest and things I want to release. Again, I keep this short, maybe one to three things for each. Some things to manifest might be creativity, focus, awareness, compassion. Some things to release might be impatience, quickness to anger, attaching myself to a destructive narrative, and so on. Gratitude. Lastly, I end with gratitude so that I can put myself in a positive, appreciative state of mind. I write down one to three things I'm currently grateful for, ranging from the sunset I witnessed the night before to a new lipstick shade I've just acquired. Gratitude doesn't have to be heavy. It's simply the things that make you feel warm and fuzzy. This process is just a few minutes out of my day and it makes a huge impact. Taking those few minutes to get clear on my emotions and my state of mind is crucial to my ability to function productively throughout the day. And I would go as far as to say it's the most important part of my morning routine. If you ever find yourself feeling unproductive, uninspired, or uncreative, go back to the beginning. How are you spending your waking moments? Are you setting yourself up for success? Are you crafting a morning ritual that leaves you feeling ready to crush the day ahead? I invite you to take this journaling format, play with it, add, subtract, make it your own. However you go about it, I urge you to spend just a few minutes a day checking in and getting clear. I guarantee you'll make a massive difference to how you feel and how you show up in the world. You just listened to the post titled, Vizzini said to go back to the beginning a simple guide to effective journaling 
by Neghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com. And just a quick reminder, please subscribe to this show for free if you haven't already. The easiest is to subscribe through a free podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. The show is also on Spotify and Pandora, radio.com, even Amazon devices like the Echo and Dot. Just tell your Amazon device to enable optimal living daily. Subscribing for free through any of those is a great way to help keep this show running. But that'll do it for today. Thank you for listening and sticking around until the end. Have a great day, a great weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll see you tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.